This show is for educational purposes only. You should consult your own advisor and conduct your own due diligence to analyze your specific situation. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Joe Soto Podcast, Financial Education with a Twist. I'm so excited to have you here today. This particular podcast is embedded in a format of education. My job is to educate you, to empower you, and elevate you to that next level of whatever your money game situation is today. Whether you are the beginner, whether you are in an intermediate level, or you're in an advanced level, you will get something from this podcast. I am a practicing financial planner. I normally deal with advanced clients, people that are already wealthy and trying to preserve and grow their wealth. So I'm trying to share with you a lot of the information that I share with these folks and also a lot of the information that I've learned over the years that I think can be very useful to you and your family. The twist component, the financial education with a twist, is going to be around how money trickles down to other aspects of our lives. So what do I mean by this? How money impacts your relationship with your family, how money impacts the relationship with your children, how money impacts your health, right? If we don't have our money situation squared away, this sometimes can create stress and people can get physically ill because their money situation is not right. How money can impact your self-esteem, how you feel about yourself, your accomplishments, your self-worth, and how money can even impact your ability to make money your business. You know, this is uh, so important when we talk about money in and of itself and how we talk about money and how it trickles down to other areas of our lives. I think very few people actually talk about the concept of money in this way. So I am prepared and excited to tackle this topic in this fashion. Thank you so much for joining us today. Without further ado, let's get into today's podcast. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Joe Soto Project Financial Education with a Twist. The topic for today is a system, a simple system to have everything that you want in 2020. Now, let me explain to you how we came about this topic so you can have a little bit of a context on, you know, how we came about this particular topic for today's podcast. So I was talking to someone and they said, Joe, I mean, how do you have time to do all this stuff that you're doing? Now, let me just say this, okay? I, I consider that as a compliment. And quite frankly, I, I don't think I do as much as I should, believe it or not. Uh, so I don't see myself as someone who accomplishes a whole lot. As a matter of fact, I, I just always feel like there's something, some additional things that I could do that I'll never actually get a chance to get to. But that's just me. Now, it's not the first time that I've been asked something like this. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to share with you a simple system that I use to give you the best opportunity, the best chance for you to be able to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish in 2020 and give you an opportunity to win this year. So this is the twist component to the financial education with a twist. At the end of the day, right, if we're able to accomplish our goals, 
then we're hopefully going to be able to make more money. And if we make more money, then we'll be able to fund those financial goals and objectives that we find important to us and our families. Now, let me explain this in terms of why is this relevant to you and your money? Now, I don't know about you, but I don't recall ever, ever taking a class on goal setting in school. I don't even think I took a goal setting class in college. So the fact that goal setting is not an integral part of the educational system, it's really, really strange. Now, could it be that they just want you to accomplish the goals that are important for the particular structure that you're in? I really don't know. I don't. I have no idea as to why goal setting is not an integral part of what we do every single day. Nevertheless, I didn't take any classes in, you know, elementary school, middle school, college, high school, um, in some of my advanced, uh, you know, studies. I, I, I don't remember ever taking any type of classes on goal setting. What was your experience? Did, did you take any goal setting classes as part of your educational background? Did you learn that in school? Well, one thing I will tell you from working with wealthy families day in and day out is that they are goal centered. So I'm assuming that maybe they got that information passed down to them from their parents. So, you know, if you've been following me, you probably hear me talk a lot about financial education. And here's one of these components that financial education and goal setting are kind of joined at the hip and they're not being taught in school. Very, very interesting, right? So the responsibility then boils down to us to be able to learn the skill set ourselves, especially if we didn't receive it from our prior generations, okay? Now, don't go out there playing the blame game. If you're an adult, you're listening to this podcast, and, you know, at this point, you can't use the, this is the way I grew up card anymore, right? You're an adult, you're responsible for your own situation, and I'm giving you some great content here, so take advantage of it, don't make any excuses, and just grab the bull by the horn, so to speak. But at the end of the day, you know, at this point, it's our responsibility. Now, we understand that goal setting and financial education is not something that was taught to us in school, so it's our responsibility to actually learn about this and execute on this. Now, do you think it's an advantage for wealthy people or people in general that have goal-centric mindsets that are goal-oriented? Think about that for a minute. Do you think it's an advantage? I absolutely think it's an advantage. You know, if, if you and I were taking a trip to go from here to New York City and we were driving there and you didn't have any plan and I had a plan or vice versa, I didn't have a plan and you had a plan to get in there as well as some contingency plans, and, you know, as well as a plan B. In other words, you created some goals. We do goal setting every single time we use the GPS system. Think about it. Why not drive our lives in the same fashion? This is how this is relevant, okay, to the money conversation. This is how this is relevant to your personal finance situation. Now, one of the key things that I want you to take away from today's podcast is the following. Money 
it's only one component, in my opinion, of the nucleus to success. Now, let me be 100% frank with you on this, okay? I had to learn this the hard way, okay? Because I think, uh, unfortunately, your success is is very arbitrary. It's very objective to uh, uh, the the uh, the perception of the individual who says, "Look, I'm successful." The media tells us this is what success looks like. YouTube tells us this is what success looks like. Social media tells us this is what success looks like. What I want to share with you today is my definition of success. Okay, and it has to do with money, yes. But listen, you can have all the money in the world, right? But you know, I just I, I just found out, you know, a dear friend of mine, you know, it passed away not too long ago. And unfortunately, you know, he he was just in poor health. He was just in poor health. He didn't he didn't do he didn't do a very good job taking care of his health. You know, I I I don't know how else to say it. And you know, there's there's certain areas in my life that I don't do a very good job taking care of my health. But the point is, money is one sphere, in my opinion, to nucleus of success. Your health is another sphere. Your well-being is another sphere. You taking care of you holistically, how you feel about yourself, your self-esteem, your overall outlook on life. You know, I always share with my daughters. This is something that that I'm so proud of. Believe it or not, that I tell my daughters. I, I said, you know. Who are the people that you love the most in your life? And they say, well, we love you, Daddy. I'm like, great answer. <laughs> great answer. More than your mama, right? No, I don't say that. But <laughs> anyways, so look. I said, look at yourself in the mirror. The number one most important person you got to love is yourself. I said, because you can't love Papa, you can't love your Daddy if you don't love yourself. Okay? So this is, you know, you can, you, you can translate this into... Your spirituality, your well-being—you know, just how you feel about yourself. So we got, we got health, we got your well, well-being, okay, self-perception, how you value yourself. Then we have family, and then we got money. Let me repeat that one more time: health, well-being, family, and then money. And one of the most powerful things that I probably learned last year, I learned from from one of my coaches, is that the idea that you can actually have more money if you take care of the other three spheres of the nucleus. So, in other words, if you're taking care good care of your body, if you're taking good care of your well-being, if you're taking good care of your family. Making sure that those spheres are healthy, making money, and being successful financially is going to be an easier task. You might get lucky, and you might make money either slowly or fast. Might catch a break, but at the end of the day, my friend, if you're not taking care of your health, if you're not taking care of your well-being, if you're not taking care of your family. Your money is gonna it's gonna dissipate. If not just as you know, Jeff Bezos, you know what what? How does he feel about you know taking half of his net worth and giving it to the lady that he constructed his empire with? 
Now, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to go down that path, okay, of, of counseling and all that. I'm, I'm, I, know, I know there's things that happen in life, okay, and some things are unhealthy and you got to make moves or whatever the case may be. But what I'm saying is, as you're, as you're constructing your kingdom, the foundation is found in health, is found in well-being, is found in family. Once you have that foundation constructed, then you can go out there in the marketplace and make money. Otherwise, the money is always going to, to, to leave you. Now, I was taught this by one of my coaches. And, you know, maybe I'll, I'll tell you guys the story about how that came about. He gave me this, this example of, a, of, of, of an airplane. Um, well, what the heck? I'll just share it with you guys real quick. So, look, I hired a coach two years ago when I opened up my uh, wealth management practice, uh, Kingsview Partners. And I was so excited to hire this coach. And a lot of people have recommended me this person. And, you know, I hired this person to, to, you know, to show me how to reach my business targets. And after my initial consultation with this person, we were talking and, you know, just kind of telling him, you know, where I was at, all, you know, all these different things that I wanted to accomplish, my goals, this and that. And he's like, okay, Joe, you ready for some feedback? I said, oh, sure. So after, you know, I finished babbling or whatever, he goes, okay. Um, hey, man, what was the last time you did some exercise? And I was like, huh? And then, you know, he proceeded to ask me about where I was at spiritually, not, 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 you know, pushing his agenda, just saying, hey, wh wh where, where's your, how's your spirituality? How's your well-being? How do you feel overall about yourself? By the man you see in the mirror, how do you feel about that person? How's your relationship with your wife? How's your relationship with your children? When was the last time you went on a date with your wife? When was the last time you went on a date with your children? He asked me, when was the last time you went on a date with yourself? And then he proceeded to tell me, you know, this example of a plane. He said, well, look, you know, he goes, you were in the Air Force. I, I wasn't getting it, to, to tell you the truth. You had to give me this example, okay? Because I really was like, I was about to fire this guy. Because I'm like, I hired this guy to give me business goals and, and help me achieve my business targets. And then he's hitting me up with these other angles that I'm like, what the heck is going on here? So at the end of the day, he goes, look, Joe, it's like a plane. The plane takes off. Right. Think of a plane take, taking off and then a wing falls off, you know, and before that, he says, you know, what is the objective of a fighter jet? See, I, was, I told him I was in the Air Force. And so he was he was he was using the example of an F-15. So he goes, what is the objective of, of an F-15? Well, to take out targets, he goes, the plane takes off. You know, how, how effective is an F-15? And if a wing falls off, he goes, you got to take care of your body. And he goes, what else is the plane going to need? Because the, the, the plane is going to need a highly functioning computer system. So it's efficient and effective. He goes, the computer system is your spirituality. It's your higher power. However you, you know, whatever you may call that. Okay. Um, he said, uh, what else is the plane going to need? It's going to need fuel. He said, fuel is the deposits that you make with your family. He goes, you see, Joe, you're coming to me. And you ask me about loading more bombs on the F-15, bombs being your business targets, but you know you, you got a weak infrastructure on, on, on your body. He goes, you got uh, a, a malfunctioning computer system, and you're running low on fuel, and it changed my life. So, you know, what's the biggest lesson? The biggest lesson that I learned from this particular experience. Well. The definition of success today is severely distorted. It's severely distorted. And, 
you know, unfortunately, when you start talking to people about, you know, this concepts, you know, sometimes people get polarized. Some people, sometimes people get, you know, get upset. I have friends that I think very highly of that, you know, they hate this conversation because they're making money, you know, but every two years they split the money in half because, you know, they've been married three or four times. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that I know because they're friends of mine that they're not showing up. They're not showing up in their marriage. They're not showing up, you know, for their family. And, and, and then, you know, they come to me and ask me for my opinion and I'm trying to walk this life. And they're like, get lost, Joe. We don't want to talk to you. <laughs> so you know what I mean? So, but I want to share this with you because for me is a way I have been able to make sense of it all. Because today you hear people talking on television and you hear people talking on social media, uh, get your, get three side hustles and work into, you know, uh, work, work into your blue in the face and hold a nine to five. And then when you come home, take a 30 minute break and then work from six to 12 o'clock. And that's how I did it. Listen, okay. That's the path you want to take. No problem. But you know, like, If you, if you have a family, if you have children, if you have a body, you can't just ignore that and just go pursue a dollar. Making money is important. Being financial independent is important, but it's not everything. So here's what I want you to take away from this. This is how I want you to apply this thing, okay? This is a simplistic view of the system that I'm giving you. The first step that I want you to do is get an honest assessment on your results. What have your results been? in the past go back to 2019 and ask yourself what have my results been but but get four pieces of paper and say okay here's my health here is my well-being here is my uh, family here is my money situation and do an assessment on where you're currently at what's working and what's not working And be brutally honest with yourself, okay? Listen, if you lie on this thing, it, it, you, you stand no chance. You stand no chance. Like, you don't have to go out and, uh, you know, tell everybody. I'm just saying, this is for you, okay? The next thing is start working on analyzing, right? Like, look at the things that you're good at. We're all good at some things. Again, I was using the example of my buddy. He's a money machine. Everything he touches turns into gold. Everything he touches, he makes money off of. So he's definitely got some good aptitudes and some, and some good skill sets. Okay? So he can put on his column there, okay, this is what's working. My money sphere, solid. Family sphere, D minus. I don't know. Uh, you know, use that old, you know, use the old school method, you know, but, but I want you to write down in sentences and I don't want you to do it on a computer, write it down on a piece of paper. Something special happens when you take uh, uh, ink and you put it on paper. Okay. Then I want you to take a whiteboard and then brainstorm and visualize in an unrestricted fashion, the person that you want to be in January, 2021. Again, I don't want you to just talk to me about how much money you're going to make. Also tell me what you want your family situation to look like. Are there, are there any type of uh, physical targets that you, that, you, that you have for yourself? Well-being targets. 
that you spiritual targets that you have for yourself. Like keep keep that in mind. Those four different categories. Then what I want you to do is I want you to create some goals around those categories. Again, unlimited brainstorm on a whiteboard or you know just get you know I don't know get some uh, uh, just get a whiteboard and and just and just brainstorm. The way I do it is I just put like four you know the, that old um, like a mind map. So I just put like four circles you know body, uh, health, wealth. And spirituality and I just brainstorm around those four things and I just go around the circles and I say if my life was perfect uh, in January in January 2021 this is what it would look like and then after you're done doing that take one target take one target out of each little bubble that you think will have the most significant impact and make that your one single target in that sphere for 2020. You want to reassess your progress weekly. I use a planner. Now, there's so many different planners today that uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've used several different ones. Right now, I'm using uh, the Passion Planner. And to me, that works. It's, it's simple and very easy to use. And it's in line with the goal method system that I use for myself. And it allows you to kind of keep track of what's going on. That way, you can reassess your progress on a weekly fashion. Now, at the end of the first quarter, what you want to do is you want to reassess and kind of rinse, wash, and repeat. At the end of the first quarter, you're going to say, okay, what worked? What didn't work? Okay, what what tools do I have that help me? What things do I need to learn? Do a performance review on yourself. Okay? Ask yourself those questions. What am I good at? What do I need to learn? What am I good at? Who do I need to let? How do? How can I leverage what I know? I'll end with this. Focus on micro wins. Let me tell you something. One of the best secrets of investing is compound interest. Listen, nobody's going and telling their friends about the interest payment that they received on their statement this month. The income statement. Uh, I'm sorry, the income that they received on their investments this month, the dividends that they received on their investment this month. Because for the most part, especially as you're starting off, even if you're wealthy, I mean, the amount of money is, is you know, a wealthy person may generate, I don't know, a few thousand dollars, um, depending, it's, that's a bit of arbitrary, so I'll take that back. I'm just saying the income and dividends that people receive is not a get-rich-quick scheme, but it's a micro win. It's a small win that eventually will play into your big picture that eventually will turn into a huge win so as you approach this 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 system what i want you to do is focus on the small wins because the small wins is how you're going to be able to win big time in 2020 overall compounding your small wins over time until you can then accomplish the big massive wins that you set out for yourself my friends That's all I have for you today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of the Joe Soto Project, Financial Education with a Twist. Have a great day.